Hey, I'm Trevor, and I love most things. So I decided to start a podcast where I sit with friends and defend films most people hate. Welcome to Trevor Loves Everything. Oh, man. It was <laughs> terrible. Now I'm mad at him for making me watch it again. It's so good. Well, Trevor Loves Everything. Everything! Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Trevor Loves Everything. This month, we have a uh, new guest. <laughs> I'm finally finally breaking out of my repetitive guest cycle. Um, we have Nick from Black Girls Do Stuff Too, the, the awesome podcast. If you're not subscribed already, please go do that. But you want to say hello, Nick? Hi, everybody. Um, we bonded, for a little backstory, we bonded over Twitter. I think we, our mutual friend is So I'm Watching, uh, Will yes. and Kristen, I think is how we kind of connected on Twitter, and uh, very quickly we just got along, and uh, we both connected over crying in basically every movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> we often, we often joke about whenever we cry in a movie, we make sure the other one did too, and then we... We're recently trying to figure out, and I wanted to do an episode talking about crying during films, but I couldn't really figure out a good format uh, for that. So I was talking to Nick about movies that kind of made us ball, and we came up with a good one that is relatively popular, but, and we'll get into why we're covering this movie, but uh, this one definitely made us both cry a lot, and uh, yes. <laughs> and it's and it's a really great film. So this is going to be another one of those episodes where myself and my guest both love the film. Um, and the film that we're talking about in this episode is About Time. Yay! My name is Tim, and this is the year that would change my life forever. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I just didn't know it yet. Tim, my dear son, this is going to sound strange, but there's this family secret that the men in the family can travel in time. This is such a weird joke. It's not a joke. If it's true, which it isn't, although it is. But if it was, which it's not, which it is, how would I actually... You go into a dark place, clench your fists, think of the moment you're going to, and you'll find yourself there. complicated year. It's going to be a complicated life. For me, it was always going to be all about love. I'm Tim. I'm Mary. It's my mother's name. I remind you of your mother. Obviously, I should have thought this through more. Could you give me one second? I'm Tim. I'm Mary. I love your eyes. Do you? I love the rest of your face, too. I haven't even looked further down, but I'm sure it's all fantastic. I'm sure it'll be better next time. Well done. Some people make a real mess of it the first time. Oh, amateurs. Some days you want to relive forever. Will you marry me? I think I'll go for... Yes. Some days you only want to live once. So uninterested in a life without your father. It never occurred to me that I might lose you. I never said you could fix everything. Not without consequences. It's so good to see you. We've never met before. Oh no. What do I do? You have to use it to make your life the way you want it to be. I never know what the future holds, just like everyone else. Time catches up to all of us. My son. My dad. 
try to live every day as if it was the final day of my extraordinary, ordinary life. I always see you again. You will. My whole life depends on it. It's about time we did this podcast it, together. I, um, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad to have you on. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Like, I've been waiting for this. This is like the one that I probably relate to the most of any that I've been asked to do. I'm like, yes, let's talk about our emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason I wanted to talk about it, um, as a side note, the reason I wanted to do like an episode about crying during films is because that is also another like thing that people it's like a taboo thing I've noticed a lot of people mm -hmm, don't mm -hmm. like to either admit that they cry during movies or don't cry during movies mm -hmm. and it's kind of this taboo like I get made fun of it for all that for all, all the time they're just like well did you cry during the movie of course you did you're Trevor right. um, like <laughs> I think like I cried during Thor I guess and everybody's just like well I, I'm trying to think I might have too I, there's a good chance because I've cried during <laughs> most Marvel films so like, yeah. <laughs> at some point there have been tears um, yeah, I think it's also one of those things where people act like in order for you to shed tears, it has to be earned by some like deeply emotional or a magical thing. And it's not like crying is just a part of life. So like if you connect with something and you shed a tear, you shed a tear, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did cry during Thor. I remember the moment. It was it was when he said, you're not my father. And I was like, yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> like, your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I cried in Thor when he told Thor that he his dad died basically because of what Thor did. Oh, yes. Like when Loki was just like, "Yeah, dad's dead because you you fucked right. up." And I was like, "Oh, you poor <laughs> son of a bitch!" Right. <laughs> any any father son thing, any like emotional thing around a father and a son just destroys me in a movie. <laughs> right. No, I can understand that too because you're so, a dad. So like, yeah, <laughs> that's like pretty legit. <laughs> This, I think this was, before this movie, the, and this is going to sound super weird, um, but before this movie, the, the movie that had me ugly cry almost as much as this movie was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, that's such a sweet one. That's such a sweet one. <laughs> Most... <laughs> That was that was a, it's a great movie and there's this there's this moment at the end of that movie where uh where the the dad the, throughout the whole movie the dad like can't get his emotions across to his son he's always like coming up with these fish metaphors he's like when you throw the reel and you pull in the fish <laughs> oh. look when you when you cast your line if it's not straight you, um Oh, for crying out loud. And then his pet monkey has like a helmet on his head that tells what he's thinking. So she puts the thing on the dad's head and it is just the most touching. I'm proud of you, Flint. I'm amazed that someone as ordinary as me could be the father of someone as extraordinary as you. You're talented, you're a, a total original, and your lab is breathtaking. Your mom, she... Uh, always knew you were going to be special and if she were alive today she'd tell us both i told you so <laughs> now uh, look when i take this thing off and you hear me make a fishing metaphor just know that fishing metaphor means i love my son i love you too dad 
for as a son who didn't really get that from his father growing mm-hmm. up, like hearing, like seeing that, like he- seeing and hearing a father just be like, "I am so proud of you. You have achieved more than your mother ever could have dreamed." Like yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh, they have a way." Like those animated movies, though, they have a way of getting you. My animated cry fest was Coco. Yes, I was flying to London, maybe. And I didn't know. No one warned me. So I'm on the plane watching Coco and I am bawling. And the guy next to me is like, are you all right? And I was like, I'm fine. This movie is just really emotional. He was like, what is that? And I was like, Coco? He's like, I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) You're like, and the grandma and the song. Remember me. Though I have to travel far, remember me. Each time you hear a sad guitar, know that I'm with you the only way that I can be. Until you're in my arms again, remember That that movie definitely just goes for the jugular. <laughs> um, but yeah, then and then the movie that we're here to talk about about time just <clears throat> it's funny because it, it's such a sucker punch. Mm-hmm. It's such a especially with the way they promoted the film, and I think that's a reason because that, that, one of the reasons I I wanted I felt um, comfortable talking about this movie on my podcast, which is traditionally movies that are more. Um, not liked by the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I was more comfortable with this is because people that I've talked to either haven't seen it and are uninterested in watching it or saw it and were like, eh. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm like, I know this movie has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it should be in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie is phenomenal. It really is, and yeah. the And I, I think the biggest problem was that it it was advertised as this rom this time travel rom-com mm-hmm. like the trailers for it were like he tries to you know get the girl of his dreams and he has the ability to time travel and i was like pass first of all that sounds manipulative that's toxic <laughs> like that does not sound good in any light and so my wife and i didn't watch it at all for a while and i can't remember why we were, i think one night we were just like ah fuck it let's just mm-hmm, let's do it mm-hmm. and we watched it and i just ugly cried for about an hour in that movie mm-hmm. it is not a rom i mean it's got rom-com mm-hmm. elements but it is a it's so much more than that mm-hmm. it's like a dramatic family comedy yeah yeah i i personally am not a big it, it people might be like surprised to hear this because i love lifetime but i'm not a rom-com person I, I actually don't typically go for romantic comedies like i've seen them all because they're common and i have friends who love them but they're not really my thing um, so I also right. wasn't really interested in it, but I love Rachel McAdams, like love mm-hmm. her. And so I was <laughs> like, uh, okay, I'll watch it for Rachel. <laughs> I'll do anything for Rachel. So <laughs> I watched it and I was just, I remember the first time I saw it, I, I wish I could time travel to go and see it again for the first time because it was that yes. good. And I just, I loved it so much. <laughs> and I actually watched it today after not, I've only seen it. This might have been my second or third time seeing it. 
And um, I watched it again today and I was just like, gosh, I love this movie so much. And I counted. <laughs> I cried seven times throughout the movie. Some were longer than others, but it was seven start and stops of crying. <laughs> <laughs> so. They really hit hard. And it's wonderfully crafted, like the way that things are set up to be set and we'll get to that mm-hmm, in a little bit mm-hmm. when we get near the end of the film but the way they kind of like oh by the way you can't do this mm-hmm. and how that plays to stories later mm-hmm, really because mm-hmm. and and you'll see it coming not in a bad way like mm-hmm. they set up the baby thing and then later when she says she's pregnant and we'll get right, into it later right, but right. when she says she's pregnant you're just like oh fuck right i know what that means <laughs> right oh no and it's just devastating right but uh i i also will say just a side note uh i was also super excited to see like a redhead lead i think <laughs> i think it was maybe ex machina like maybe mm-hmm. i didn't watch this and then someone was like oh watch ex machina i was like ooh i like domino gleason and i like you know these these redhead leads who aren't just like the comic relief right right and so once i saw him and that i was like oh i'll, I'll give about time a try mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. i watched this was like yes put down no gleason and everything i love him <laughs> he was so good he's i mean he's he so perfect so in this role i i believe every single connection and every single relationship that he has in the movie because he just portrays them so well and i think sometimes yeah. you see actors who have roles and they they, they can be incredible actors but their chemistry with each person doesn't necessarily support the relationship that they're portraying on screen. And he does it so well. And I know that's the other actor as well, but he's the common thread. And so I I really like that about it too. Yeah. That's what's, uh, that is, that's a really interesting point actually, because he has perfect chemistry with everybody Mm -hmm. in this cast. Mm -hmm. Like it's one thing when you have like a romantic comedy and you're like, Oh, the two leads have good chemistry. So the movie's Mm -hmm. good. But he, him and his sister, him and, uh, his wife, his girlfriend, then wife, mm-hmm. him and his father, his mother, like yeah. every, his friend, like it all, like they all, you feel like this is, you're watching real mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. the way they can connect with each other. And I think that really helps the movie shine. Yes, through. definitely. I think a, a, a really important point to anybody who hasn't watched the film and perhaps didn't be for the same reason of like, oh, that looks like a romantic comedy or that seems kind of messed up that he would use time travel to like convince this girl to date him. The movie does a really, it a really important and um, pointed thing of he and Mary, the love interest played by Rachel McAdams, fall for each other with nothing. Like mm-hmm. they are literally in one of those dark restaurants where the lights are off. Mm-hmm. You can't. They they fall for each other off of conversation alone. Mm-hmm. They see each other outside the restaurant. They exchange numbers and they the movie does a good job yes. establishing like they are for each other. Period. Oh. Someone's there. So, hi. Uh, hi. I'm Mary. I'm Tim. Mary's my mother's name actually. Oh. Does it suit her? Sort of. Although she's sturdy. So Bernard might have been a better fit. <laughs> okay. And then he does something to mess it up, and then he goes back in time to kind of just reconnect right, the flame. Right, but right. They, they, they're very, very important to like point out, like, he's not using time travel to convince her to like him. Right. She likes she him. Likes he's him. just trying to get that in back. In my worst nightmare situation, she fell for him. Yes. And I'm like, eating without being able to see what I'm putting in my mouth? No. There's no, 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 no way. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> my wife keeps asking me to go to one, and I'm like, I will never go into those restaurants. <laughs> I do not trust people that much. No, I watch everything that people do in restaurants, and to not be able to see yeah. things, there's no way. There's no way. No. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I was like, that is way too much trust. Right. Um, I mean, this this scene is really well done. The mm-hmm. sound design, the talking, everything, mm-hmm. and their conversation, the dialogue, it's so good. But right. yeah, I was stressed out the whole time. I was like, oh, God, I could never do this. I could never do this. Right. But that is a great point to point out because even in the moments where he's going back to try to realign them, you can see glimpses of like, they really, he knows her, but she doesn't know him and she still really likes him. Um, even if it right. doesn't work out for whatever reason, she still is like, there's something about him that she's attracted to that she likes. So they were meant to be, period. Right. And time travel didn't change that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she she always... It's not one of those passenger things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking passenger. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he... <laughs> He and, and, and yeah, like you said, he could you could see her like smiling. And, and when he was just like, let's get out of this party and go to the thing, like she felt a connection mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. I know this is forward, but your face tells me that you're finding this party to be a living hell. So I just wondered if you might come and have a bite to eat with me instead. If we leave now, then we can have, you know, more than one starter. Oh. <laughs> your eyes and I love the rest of your face too more than one starter ten amazing starters and and it stayed throughout and I like that they didn't stick with the time travel to fix the relationship too much it was just a little joke like the, the first time they had sex, I think it was... Well, the first time they met, and then the first time they had sex was, like, a funny little joke. And then I don't I feel like they didn't do it much, unless it was just, like, a big mess-up. They didn't really do much right. with their relationship time travel-wise. Right. There was really not a lot of moments in their relationship, really, at all, that he went back. Um, and there was never another time after, really, the sex part of it, or, no, actually, what, the proposal part of it, that he ever went back again for the relationship. It was always outside yeah. stuff. So we were trying to say it wasn't a rom-com, it wasn't a rom-com. But when I really think about it, it's almost like it, it really was a coming-of-age film. Yeah. And I just think that the marketing on it was pretty bad. And I think they really wanted to highlight Rachel McAdams being in it because who wouldn't? I love her. Right. Um, but <laughs> hey, I got you to watch. It, right. <laughs> but I think that they, if they hadn't done that, you would have saw it's really about coming of age because it yeah. starts on his 21st, like when he turns 21 and goes throughout his life. And Absolutely. so, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, I don't, I, I can't say I know how to um, advertise this film because... Mm-hmm. It is, it is just, it is like at its core coming of age and you're just kind of watching this and without giving anything away, the trailer might just be like, what exactly is this about? (laughs) And like, you have to experience it to be like, oh, wow, this is Mm -hmm, about like mm -hmm. life and it's really powerful. And I'm sure there's a way to advertise, but I think they were just looking for top dollar and it didn't do, didn't work for them, I guess. But, uh. I Bill Nye, like once they introduced and they open with that, which is great. Like him 
he like they do the New Year's party and then they go he talks to his dad who's played by Bill Nye and uh is that how you pronounce his name? Nye? Nye, I think. Uh, I don't know. I just don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> You're like, oh, you know the guy. He's a hitchhiker's guy. You know, the one. Something. He was like in Pirates. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, but when he was like, his relationship with his father is really sweet. They have really great yes. connection and dialogue. And um, they kind of really set the groundwork with their relationship. Like, this is what this movie's about. This is an odd moment for me. Because I had the same moment with my father when I just turned 21, and after it, my life was never the same. So I approach it pretty um, nervously. Okay. When you're ready, it's all very mysterious. Uh, right. Tim, my dear son, uh, the, uh, the simple fact is the men in this family have always had the ability to this is going to sound strange. Be prepared for strangeness. Get ready for spooky time. Uh, but there's this family secret. And the secret is that the men in the family can travel in time. Well, more accurately, travel back in time. We can't travel into the future. This is such a weird joke. It's seriously not a joke. And then you mm-hmm. go into, instead of like, he learns about it and he's going to try to get this girl, like they did a good job establishing what the movie was about before we even meet Rachel McAdams, which was cool. Mm-hmm. A long time um, before we meet her, too. A long so time, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love the uh, the way that the time travel uh, is portrayed in the film. It's not, it's not science fiction-y. It's not. It's like literally just mm-hmm. a little sound effect. Close your eyes, clench your fist, and you time travel in a dark mm-hmm. place, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's almost like uh, with butterfly effects, like mm-hmm. they show glimpses of memories mm-hmm. and kind of like so that you can kind of see what could potentially be changed or what was changed. You know, yeah. depending on the direction that it's going. So I, I like that too because it's just enough to let us know. Okay, he's going back before this time. Yeah. Or around this time. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, I don't know what people missed in this film who either didn't like it or like didn't um, <clears throat> didn't feel anything for it because mm-hmm. following following this whole like the, I think we could talk about now like one of the biggest moments in the film uh, for me that kind of just kicked off the cry fest was when. His sister gets in a car accident. Where's my sister? Thought she was here. No, she hasn't arrived. That's not good. What does that mean? Um, well, we had a, an argument this morning over nothing, but uh, she, she'd been drinking, so... And then she ran out to get the car to come here, and I told her to meet me here. So. And mm-hmm. he... He basically, like, takes her on a journey with him. He shows her time traveling, which she's like, holy shit. And then he mm-hmm. lets her correct her life. And you get to see her be happy because she's been so miserable. My darling, what's happened? You're the best person in the world. You're top equal with my wife. I don't get it. Maybe. Just maybe. I'm the faller. Every family has, like, someone who falls. Who doesn't make the grade, who stumbles, who life trips up. Maybe I'm our fallen. No. 
And then you get mm-hmm. to see her be happy with this guy. Um, and it's just like, oh, wow, you really did something for your sister. This was really sweet. And then he comes home and realizes it changed his baby. Okay, where is the most fabulous person in the world? Come to your dad and get mashed up food shoved into your mouth. Hello there, little boy. You just wait there and I'll be back in a minute. Mm -hmm. And his kid is different and it's like, and then his dad's like, oh yeah, you can't go back before your one your children are born because you're okay till it comes out but the exact sperm at the exact moment got you this particular baby so if you do anything the tiniest bit different you'll, you'll have a different child it's mm-hmm. like basically that's your cutoff and that is that is sad in and of itself like the the right like, oh i can't i can't help my sister that way it's beautiful because it's like oh i can't do a quick fix i have to emotionally help her and the scene where mm-hmm. him and mary sit in the hospital and are like we're not leaving until you decide to change your life that that was one thing i really liked too yeah i love that they it, that was the message without them having to like beat it into you yeah of like you can't do it this way because all I could think when it was happening, I remember the first time seeing it is, okay, you're doing all this, but what if she happens to run into him again? Right. You know, she hasn't done the internal work exactly to change. And so for them to drill it into her without even saying anything, just showing up and she's yeah. like, okay, I know what I need to do. Yeah. And so that was, yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's also kind of like a subtle, um, dig, into the rom-com world like or not dig into but like dig at like they they essentially mm-hmm. were just like that's that's not how you solve things like solving mm-hmm. real world problems you have to work on yourself you have to deal with emotions you can't just like undo mm-hmm. it with time travel um which is also right. a, a theory a theme at the end of the film um mm-hmm. and it's it was really harrowing and then like we said earlier it sets this foundation of like you can't go back before baby which comes up later. Yeah. <laughs> my so God. you you that's when you first started crying. I think I cried when he. I know I cried when he proposed. Yeah. <laughs> I cried then. I also yeah. cried when um when they got all oh, the wedding. I like. Oh yeah. Please. Anytime oh. people get married on camera, I cry. I'm <laughs> like, I don't even know if I ever want to have a wedding, but I will cry yeah. big tears at your wedding. Yeah. Like. Yes. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I definitely cried at those those two. I th- those were more like choked up. I was like, because you just love those characters. I got a little choked up mm-hmm. in those. But yeah, mm-hmm. the crying for me happened like in the second half of the film. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I cried a lot then. That was the majority of the seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also love too, like they they were really good at not having him try to f- like even when he did all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. with, he had like the whole, um, proposal set up with the people singing or whatever. And she's like, I'm so glad you didn't do this whole thing. They didn't, that was a great way of being like, everybody get out of here. Everybody leave. Like this was a bad right. idea to go. <laughs> and, and it was, it was a good way to show like the, the real world way of like, oh, you, you almost did it bad, but you, instead of him doing right, that, right, she right. goes, oh, I wish you didn't do this. And then he time travels. Cause that's what I expected the movie mm-hmm. to be. Like him just constantly time traveling mm-hmm. out of trouble. And they really stayed mm-hmm. away from that. They used it from like 
they were like, no, no, we're not going to be silly. We're going to punch you in the face. Right, right, right. And they put in those moments of like the silliness where, yeah. you know, like when he would go and had to do things over and over, like when he resaw his um, childhood oh, sweetheart yeah. played by Margot Robbie, like <laughs> going back and trying to say hello over and over again. And he was just that like, was so yeah, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it. Like, you know. Charlotte. Oh my God. Tim. Oh, how fabulous to see you. <laughs> wow, I, this is my girlfriend, Tina. Oh, oh. That is so brilliant. Well, hello, Tina. Why is it brilliant? Uh, well, you know, there are certain moments in your life that scar you for life. Charlotte's rejection of me is one of those moments. But now I know she's got a girlfriend. Well, that's just a huge burden suddenly lifted off my mind. I, I can be a confident heterosexual all over again. Not that kind of girlfriend. Oh my god, Tim! Yeah. Oh, how lovely to oh. see you. Look at you! Wow, this, this is my girlfriend Tina. Oh. Hello, Tina. Although you should be a little careful with that, by the way. Uh, there are still quite a lot of us old-fashioned types about who uh, interpret girlfriend as meaning gay. So if you say that Tina's your girlfriend, people will assume that you're gay. I am gay. I'm just going to... Wow. I've just seen the girl who broke my heart three summers ago. Let's go say hello. No. Let's let sleeping dogs lie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he did it so many times. He was like, it's mm, so no. bad, yeah. <laughs> Which was also a, another prime example of them showing, like, the time travel just can't fix things. Like, it'll give you different mm -hmm. options, but, like... If it's naturally meant to be, it was naturally meant. Like she approached him outside of the theater, and it happened naturally, and he wasn't like forcing this thing, which mm -hmm. was great. Mm -hmm. Although it did lead into one of the more uncomfortable follows because I got nervous when he was walking her back. I was like, "Are we gonna? Oh go? my gosh! Are we about to go here? Because I do not want to go here. I am like in this right. movie, and y'all are making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I was like, "You will not. You will not do this to Rachel. You will not." <laughs> Don't you I will dare. end you! <laughs> right. No, she does not deserve no. this. Mary doesn't deserve this. And they didn't. And it they was like the yeah. thing that sparked where he knew that she was just it for right. him. Because he, like, <laughs> he was like, oh, I was so obsessed with this girl. Was that a missed opportunity? And then when he walked her there and she was just kind of flirting with him, he was like, oh, no, I'm not. Like, I'm in love with Mary. I can only think about <laughs> Mary. And then he immediately proposes to her, which is really right. beautiful. And he like runs home and I'm just like, I think that's actually when I started crying. So I was like, oh my gosh, he loves her. Yeah. <laughs> he loves her so much. Right, he ran all the way. I would have taken an Uber. <laughs> like, I just loved it. <laughs> uh, well, and also with Margot Robbie, I loved that arc while he was learning his time travel abilities, <clears throat> showing it was kind of, it was that, that, old tropey idea of like you know if a girl says uh you should have tried earlier or you know wait till the end of the, like the whole thing of like oh i wish you would have came to me in the beginning of the summer and then he tried that and she goes well let's wait till the end of the summer and he was just <laughs> like oh this was never gonna be i liked that aspect of it mm -hmm, where it was like mm -hmm. where he was like you can't make love happen like someone's right. into you or they're not you know <laughs> Right. And that was so true because no matter what he did, it just 
wasn't going to happen. Right. And he realized it quickly and it wasn't like a constant go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And uh, I just, I really, I don't know how people can feel indifferent. I would rather people hate it than feel indifferent about it. Yes. Like feel something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I would think I'm with you. I think I would be more comfortable if people were like, that movie is so dumb. And so mm-hmm. awful. And I'd be like, okay, well, you're crazy. So we'll just. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but indifferent. I'm like, how do you not? And I think that's part of like what I've noticed. I mean, I've noticed this. I've known this my whole life. But I guess what guests have noticed is that I just like really invest into movie. The reason I love all these movies, all the movies, um, <laughs> is because I just get so invested from the beginning. I don't kind of come in mm-hmm. with like, oh, so-and-so directed this, or this is an art piece about this. Exactly, I kind of just go yeah. in, I connect with characters. That's why I cry all the time, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm in this world with them. Like, you have to take me out of your movie so hard that mm-hmm. to make me not like it. You have to do things right. over and over and over again to make me go, okay, mm-hmm. I don't, what am I even watching? What is this? Yeah, that's why I love your show and your concept because I feel very similarly. Like, people are always like, oh, I hate it. I'm going to give it a four out of 10. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's just average. And I'm like, no, that's bad. Fours are bad. We all know if you get a four on a test, yeah, you fail. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Like, if I give something like a five out of 10, that means I pretty much hated it. Right. Because everything's at least a seven. I feel like most movies are all right. You know what I mean? And so, and I think that, like you said, coming in with what other people had to say about it and who's directing it, who's playing in it, you know, things like that. I think that that sets people up for either expectations of it being greater than it actually is, or even in their mind, it's better because of who's attached to it. And that's not really appreciating art, you know? Right. And so... They're coming in I don't know, ready that's to like be a side like apologetic or... for things or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's good. I like that's that is that is the whole thing. Is people? I I I don't get the idea of being like, oh, I I mean, and I obviously I have favorite directors. Like I love mm-hmm. Michael Mann mm-hmm. movies, things like that. But I, I don't, and I will. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I I admittedly go in expecting them to be great, but I also have mm-hmm. the uh, the um, benefit of already loving everything anyway so i'm just like (laughs) i know i'm gonna come out happy anyway but then i get more excited Mm -hmm. about my favorite directors but i don't kind of go into these movies like oh well you know his last movie was really bad and you know this actor Mm -hmm. just really hasn't nailed it i'm just like tell me a story let's go along for Mm -hmm. a ride don't drop me out of exactly that's pretty much like my big thing like the thing that i'll say i lean to the most is i like original concepts and i felt like this was an original take on time travel and so like remakes and things i'm not i'm not a huge fan of just because i rarely is the remake better and so i'd rather just be original or like a continuation of a story but like um different takes on a a concept that's done over and over. I can watch time travel movies over and over again, as long as they kind of bring something new to the table. And I thought that this did like this, the way that they did this did. And so like, I would, I would live in this universe. Like if they wanted to (laughs) talk about his son now, that's older and he turns 21. I'm like, let's go. About time time again. (laughs) Right. It's about that time. (laughs) More about time. (laughs) I need more time. They just come up with all these different phrases. However 
they want to do I'm it or like a it, cousin yeah. or something like I, I would live in this universe yeah. I just thought that it was very very well put together and um, the cast was selected like very well because I really believe them all as a family I remember yeah. several times watching this movie and being like just cu- coming out of the movie experience and being like gosh these are great actors like it does not even seem like they're acting it is right. a conversation um, on screen and I was just like goodness gracious like I, I love the artistry of it all too so mm-hmm. that was like really good yeah it's like beautiful it looks beautiful the characters mm-hmm. connect so well the dialogue is great the effects mm-hmm. are so subtle and just kind of blend into the way the story's told his VO mm-hmm. is so it's well written it's like mm-hmm. it, it connects because usually a lot of people have problems with narration and VO but his VO really like is his way of taking you into his world. And it you feel like he's just like, come here, let me show you this story with my mm-hmm. family. And it's beautiful. Yeah. You don't even really, for me, pay attention too much to the voiceover. It, it, it like, yeah. it's in there, but it's like a little sprinkle, you know, like, it's just yeah. like, okay, here's a little, here's a little voice because we need to jump ahead or right, take yeah, you yeah. through a big chunk of time. And I was like, okay, I like this. Cause the only, I'm one of those voiceover people where I, I could do without it a lot of times, except for that movie with Will Ferrell and Emma Thompson. I really like that one. <laughs> That's really funny. Which one was that? When that... she's like a writer and he's oh, the character in the book. What was that called? That was. I can't oh. remember, but it was I love so that movie. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not stranger than fiction, is it? Is that stranger than fiction? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, but so yeah, so that point was like great, and uh, I guess we have to talk about the saddest part in the movie. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> um, so, so to anybody who hasn't seen it, this is a massive spoiler. Um, but and anybody who has, you know what's coming. But essentially, they set up earlier in the film that. Uh, Domhnall Gleeson's character, Tim, can't, he can travel before his child was born, but if he does, his child will change, which is devastating. Yeah. If you have a five-year-old and then you have a whole new kid that you didn't develop a relationship with, uh, that's huge. So you yeah. obviously can't do that. And his dad tells him, like, you can't go back. You're basically locked in from when your kid's mm-hmm. born. And so <clears throat> after he learns that, he finds out that his dad has cancer uh, it's one of my favorite lines ever is uh, when they come to the house and they see his mom and she just says, I am so uninterested in a life without your father. And it like kicked me in the gut. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, you see the pain in her and the whole family. Mm-hmm. And then the beautiful, oh. oh, go ahead. Really quickly. I was just going to say yeah. the reason also that like hits you so hard is because he set up like his mother. He describes her as like, a rectangle I think he says she's very just stoic and really unemotional kind of person and so even when she says that she doesn't deliver it with like tears in her eyes or anything but you can tell right. that it hits her hard and yeah. you're just like oh her character's not even like that I know <laughs> <laughs> this affects her it's so rough mm-hmm. and then what what's great too is he goes and he talks to his dad um and his dad's just kind of blowing it off. He's like, oh, what'd your mother tell you? And he's like, oh, I don't know, that you're dying of cancer? And he's like, ugh, <laughs> oh, that? Like, his dad's annoyed that everybody's getting sad over his death. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so they have a, a, a nice conversation. Um, and then throughout uh, the next 10 or 20 minutes of the film or whatever, you just see he, he goes and he... His dad dies, um, and they establish that he can still talk to his dad because he time travels, which is sad in and of itself. Like he talks mm-hmm. to his dad. He at his dad's funeral, he like goes into a room, and his dad's like, "What are you here for?" Uh. Oh, where have you come from? It's the oh, okay, big day. Thanks for dropping in. And so like he's talking to his dad at his dad's funeral, which just that. kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> That, uh, when he went that, I knew he was going to go back, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm ready for this, I'm good. And I was like, little little tears falling, with like little sniffles, like the cute cry. Yeah. And he's like, is there anything you want to do? No, no, that's not yet, that's not yet. But yeah, yeah, so he went back and he talked to him, and he reads him Charles Dickens, because yeah. he said he had read everything like twice. Can I just read you this one bit? Read away. I've got lots of time. I think the Romans must have aggravated one another very much with their noses. And so, like, I have, like, little tears, like, little tears streaming at this point. And then you keep going, because that's when I died. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he has the funeral, right? And uh, he, so they basically establish, like, he can still talk to his dad. Uh, and... And it's kind of this bittersweet thing, like, oh, he can still talk. His dad's not alive, but it he gets more than any of us get if a relative mm-hmm. or anybody we love dies. We don't, you know, we don't ever talk to him again. He gets to talk to his dad. He goes back and he's reading or they play ping pong or whatever. And then <laughs> uh and then he he his wife um later they were I think it was like a big They're like having tea. Yeah. No, they're what, having tea. Mm-hmm. But it was before, wasn't it before tea where they were like, we should have kids? No, again. they were sitting like outside drinking tea, like just kind of having a conversation. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And, and she just like pops it on them. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I think, because I think they were complaining while having tea that the kids were just so difficult, which right. they, kids are <laughs> fucking tough. And, uh, <laughs> and, not uh, your and, beautiful not, angels. Not my little sweethearts. <laughs> they are so easy. Um, but they, and she was just like, let's have another kid. And he was just like, oh, I don't know. And then when you're watching it, you're like, oh, no. Oh no 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 no! Mm-hmm. You can't talk to your dad if you do this, and uh, right. And she and she goes, she goes. Okay, well, I think we should have kids. And he goes, well, can we think about it? And it is cute where she's like, okay, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. How about now? <laughs> or now? Now? And, like, she gives him five seconds, and he says okay, and then the VO comes in, and he's like... It was the toughest decision of my life. Saying yes to the future meant saying goodbye to my dad forever. He said, Dad always wished there was more of us. And you can see in his eyes, he's accepting the fact that he can't see his dad, but he can grow his family. Yes. And then she's like... um, they like she's like he's like yeah maybe it won't even happen right away and then the next scene she's in the yeah. bed like huge yeah <laughs> such a great cut I love that so much <laughs> well and I also love the emotional gut punch of his like the way he holds it together with her like he is 
keeping their chemistry without putting mm-hmm. that burden onto her because obviously he can't tell her about time travel and he mm-hmm. uh, doesn't want her to feel that weight of having to make that decision either because he knows she would never push for another kid if she knew it meant he could never see right. his father. Um, so he just has to kind of like swallow the fact that he can't and then be his normal self with her. Like, yeah, let's have another kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, that immens- immediately she's pregnant almost overnight. Like and huge. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like she's, this baby's coming at night. Yeah, she, yeah, she's like, I'm basically. <laughs> and so this is this is the moment. This is the moment that took me out. This moment made it one of my top 10 films. Um, me too. This mm-hmm. this moment made it my biggest ugly cry during a movie. Um, <laughs> it was it was oh my god. This is this moment is why I was like everybody needs to go watch about time. But yeah, and again, this is all major spoilers. Like we're just ruining the emotional impact if you haven't seen the movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so please, if you haven't seen it, like up to this point, even if we spoiled you, you're okay. But stop yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> go watch the movie. It's on and Netflix, then and then come back. <laughs> But so he she basically rolls over in bed and says, like, it's coming tonight. And so he's like, I think he even says in video, like, this is my last night to talk to my dad. And so he goes into a closet and he time travels to his dad and they're playing ping pong. And he basically his dad kind of gets the gist. This incredibly tight contest being played by the two most physically perfect players in the history of the game. Crowd enchanted by the younger player are seduced by memories of the older player's illustrious past. Wow! Oh my god! I've won! I haven't won in years. You finally got good. What's my prize apart from the Olympic gold medal, of course? A kiss will have to do. A kiss? A kiss? Oh. Uh, I get you. His dad, it's clear that his dad knows that his wife is pregnant again and that soon he won't be able to talk to him anymore. And then uh, and then in his dad's timeline, he's like, well, I'll still talk to you until I die. So it's not, it's, it is sad for him, but it's also, it doesn't hit him as much as it hits Tim. My son. Is there anything at all I can do? And the dad is like, yeah, um, as long as we don't change anything, I don't think it'll mess up too much. Yes. Oh, God. uh, They go to the beach and he's running on the beach with Tim when Tim's like, he he has to be like seven-ish, seven, eight, something like that. And they're just spending the day together when he was like healthy and younger (laughs) and right. Oh, my gosh. I lost it. I could not. I was already crying. Like when he went back and he was like a kiss and I was like, <laughs> and then he went back and he's like, he's like this, you know, like little boy with his dad again. And I was just like, oh my gosh, just stay there forever. Don't go back. Just be together forever. Right. It was so, it, it was so sweet too. Cause you could see why the father would want that moment. Right. Um, and then, you know, it's something that they both share from so long ago. So yeah. it doesn't mess up anything. And it's just so, it's so nice. It's such a good moment. And it calls back to 
um, the wedding, one of the things that made me cry in the wedding was the actual wedding, obviously. Um, but the best man speech, because that was another oh. funny time travel moment. He went back, yeah. he changed his best man a bunch of times because the yeah. speeches were so horrible. Yeah. And his dad gives this amazing speech. Yeah. I've only loved three men in my life. My dad was a frosty bugger, so that only leaves dear Uncle Desmond, B.B. Um, King, obviously, and this young man here. I'd only give one piece of advice to anyone marrying. We're all quite similar in the end. We all get old and tell the same tales too many times. But try and marry someone kind. And this is a kind man with a good heart. I'm not particularly proud of many things in my life, but I am very proud to be the father of my son. And then it kind of calls back to that, where you can see that love that he said he had for his son. Like, yeah. oh, I just... Oh, yeah. Well, and and I love, a, too, oh. seeing the dad say, like, I, 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 I should have said I love you. And he's mm-hmm, like sitting with mm-hmm. him. He's like, no, dad, it was perfect. And he's like, no. And he's like, don't, don't time travel. He goes, don't tell me what to do. And then he like goes and does it. And it shows like, <laughs> oh, he's still, you know, he does it. He'll still use it if he needs to. But like his dad, mm-hmm. his dad already established. He's like, I did everything I wanted to do. Now I just like use it to read books, which mm-hmm. I probably would also do. I'm like, I would watch just so many <laughs> movies and read so many books. But, uh, right. but yeah, that, that speech that he gave, once he like corrected it and told his son he loves him, that was such a beautiful mm-hmm. speech. Another tearjerker moment. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that beach scene, because they, they have this really great theme. The composer really um, has a really great theme throughout. And then they play it up when they're just like running on the beach together. And I, my just <laughs> face is a puddle. It's every mm-hmm. time. Every time I've watched it, I've seen yeah. this movie like five or six times. Every time I'm just sobbing. It's just done so well. And it's one of those moments where you think about it. Like I think about, you know, my I lost my grandmother this year and I was like, gosh, if I can go back and spend time with her. I remember when I, um, my family's military. So they had came to visit us at one of the stations and I went home with her for like two months. I just left my parents. I was like, peace out. I'm going grandma. <laughs> So I love my grandma and I was like, oh my gosh, I would definitely do those two months over again. Like yeah. that was just, I was a little girl. It's nothing I could really do, but just spend time, you know, yeah. and you think about stuff like that and you're like, gosh, that'd be such a perfect gift yeah. to have to go it's, back it, and spend time. And not do anything in particular. You're like mm-hmm. just being with them and experiencing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the mm-hmm. smells and just random small talk. You're just want to mm-hmm. experience that again and. They did a exactly. great job of showing that. Like, he didn't go back and, like, change something with his dad or whatever. Like, they're literally just playing ping pong and reading books. It's just, mm-hmm. like, being with his dad, which is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I also – and I love the way the film ends because the mo- the whole mm-hmm. movie is just kind of this thought process of, like, what does time travel mean? You know, mm-hmm. like, what what would you – like you said, what would you do with that? And at the end, he, he experienced, like – time travel not really working in his favor a considerable amount of time in the film (laughs) and uh other than Mm -hmm. like the benefit of like just re-experiencing which is what he used which is what his dad basically taught him he was like just go through your day no time travel don't fix anything just go through your mundane day and then at the end go back through and just 
experience it. Like, just look mm-hmm. at everything on your second time through. And watching that mm-hmm. sequence sobbed me up, too, because I was just like, this is mm-hmm. so beautiful watch it like because it it, it's something we can do and connect with like you don't need time mm-hmm. travel it's basically just like look around experience this mm-hmm. world we're all stuck in this like looking forward and pushing through to the next day like experience yeah. the person dancing on the subway or experience mm-hmm. someone making a silly joke at work it was really sweet yeah it was like it's this quote that i love and i had to say it to myself because i uh am i have a temper <laughs> and things and and I don't really get worked up anymore but when I was younger it was really bad and um there were a couple things that you know my dad he's pretty good at giving advice but um one of the things that he said and then later on in my life I read and it was kind of like did you have a bad day or did you have a bad moment that you let dominate your day and I was like what are you talking to me (laughs) (laughs) and and it just makes you Right, because it calls you out and it makes you take a step back. So when I do get upset, I might stay upset at something small longer than other people because of my temper. But it's not a whole it's not a bad day now. It's like, oh, this thing happened. Okay, let me take a moment to get over it. And now let me proceed forward, you know, and that's kind of it's kind of what this movie did in a visual effect. It's like he said the first time he said, oh, yeah, it was a rough day. And then the second time when she asked him, he's like, yeah, you know, actually it wasn't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> because, that was you great. Know, he, yeah, and I love that so much. And then you, you also got to experience him kind of, I can't, I think it was the next, I can't remember if it was the next morning or it was the morning of that day, but basically, I think it was the next morning. Yeah, he was, he like wakes up and he tells her to sleep in, he makes breakfast and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like his, he's like living his full life instead of mm-hmm. this hustle and bustle of just like trying to figure everything out. I really, mm-hmm. I really, the ending to me is just so beautiful. So. I loved it because it spoke to those of us who are like, oh, what would I do with time travel? Like right. me, even though I did it anyway. <laughs> but it because he says, like, you know, I took my dad's plan a step further. I don't even live the day over. Because what I was doing in the second day, I can just do in that first day. Right. He was like, we're all moving through time together. And right. most of us don't get an opportunity to go back. So appreciate it now. And I was just like, you are so yeah. right, Tim. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> right. I'm in time, too. <laughs> Well, and it's great, too, because I think it might be the only time travel movie that doesn't leave you with that that want to time travel, where you're mm-hmm. like, he, he leaves you with like, because we, we go through it and we're like, oh, man, what would I, oh, I'd probably read more books or I'd probably watch more movies. And then mm-hmm. at the end, you're just like, oh, yeah, I can, time is so big. Like, we keep truncating it down, but like, if you do just sit and experience it is a whole, and I don't know, it's just a, a really beautiful way to end that film that made you think beyond the, oh, I wish I had that magical feature mm-hmm. of, you know, my my life is whatever, but it would be amazing with that. And at the end, he's like, yeah. it wouldn't be. Like, your life is amazing. Like, just experience it. Yeah, it's like beautiful. the only other movie, time travel movie, that made me not want to time travel, but because everything turned out terrible, was Butterfly Effect. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He also stops going back. But it's because everything went wrong. Everything yes. in life and went like wrong. literally every single. I was like, that. You know what sticks in my brain from that movie when he goes back and that little kid takes the pole in the movie theater and smashes the guy in the face. I was like, what yes. The f- 
Because you're like, oh, he's a kid. He's not dangerous. Oh, my God. Did he kill that guy? <laughs> he was so bad. Billy, he was so bad. This kid is messed up. He was so, he was, he was evil. So that was bad. an evil child. He was. He was. Did, like you, ever, did you ever versus, see the, the oh, him versus what? No, I was going to say him versus Macaulay Colgan and oh, the good God. son. I don't know who's worse. <laughs> Macaulay Colgan. Macaulay Colgan is evil in that movie. <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, the director's cut of um, of Butterfly Effect, the the yes. alternate ending? Yes, <laughs> which was worst. like, mm, no, I don't think that this is how it works. I was like, <laughs> I am glad that someone stopped this from airing. <laughs> I'm glad that this is buried. You shouldn't have put it on the DVD, but I'm I glad it didn't make you- it. What happened was they were like watching the screening and the person who was dropping off lunch was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Did that man just strangle himself? (laughs) They were like, no, let's not do this. No, 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 (laughs) no. That's how I pictured that that didn't make it to the movie. (laughs) That's that's most definitely what happened. (laughs) What are you watching? (laughs) Nothing, nothing. uh, Shoot a different ending. He goes back and he looks at her on the street. It's terrible. (laughs) It was so terrible. Oh, goodness. But yeah, so, oh, goodness. I wonder what. Is there any. Oh, my question. What would you do other than at the end not going back anymore because that's the moral of the story? Yeah. (laughs) But what would you do with your time? And you have kids. You can only go back so far. So what would you do? Yeah. I honestly, I think. I would probably do what his dad did because I, I I tend to struggle with the the work enjoyment balance because I I, mm-hmm. I I work a lot but then I also do a lot of side work and trying to like balance doing side work with spending time with my family and then also watching mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that my wife necessarily doesn't want to watch um, mm-hmm. is, you know that that time is finite. <laughs> so um, I think I, I, I'm not sure if I would like go back and do the work. Like if I would be like, I might use time travel to be like, okay, well I'm going to go find four hours and like code or edit this thing or make this graphic. And that way I can like fully focus on my kids or if I would mm-hmm. work and then time travel and go spend the time with the kid. Like, cause that, and I, I, I thought about it a lot because all the work I do is, like, I could just make a quick time or make the program, whatever. Like, it's something I could have on a jump drive, and then I could also just go back in time and then spend time mm-hmm. with my family. And then I still have the product that I made. Right, like, that doesn't right, get right. erased by time. Um, so right. that, that that's basically where I was just like, I would do all this work, and then I would go back and just experience my family and spend time with them. Yes, that would be <laughs> awesome. That would be awesome. What Actually, about you? That's a good one. <laughs> I think for me, I would just, I would, you know how they always say if you can go back and talk to your younger self sort of thing? And I think I would do that. I would yeah. just I would just go and reiterate to my younger self that the life that you live is the only one that you have. So trying to do things because other people expect it of you or because they, they want you to do it, that's their dream, but it's not yours. So just go after what you want, you know, instead of going through the motions of like, whatever, like, yeah, you could be successful in that other thing, but you won't be happy. Right. So kind of like just telling myself, like, just do what you want to do, you know, like whatever. If people are disappointed. Disappointment only lasts so long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. So Yeah. And yeah. Then, so that would be mine. Can you go back and tell, 
tell me that as a kid since I can't go that far back. So I don't yeah, undo my kids. Yeah, I will kids. find you. I will like write a note to myself and be like, fine, Trevor, now. You're like, listen. I know. At the very least, I know I could tell Will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Will, will you meet Trevor? <laughs> tell him this. Make sure you tell him this. He'll be like, who is Trevor? <laughs> you will know. You will meet him. Right. You will know, okay? And yes. you make sure you tell him this. <laughs> and he meets me. He's like, so, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah that would be mine i wouldn't change too much except for that and in changing that i don't think anything else bad would happen because i don't like have kids or anything yeah so then i can that's still great. i can still be okay <laughs> do you and do you think because that's another thing that they didn't really tackle in this film is like well, I guess, yeah, in, in that time-traveling scenario, you'd be time-traveling as a separate body instead of, like, into your own body in the in the past. Yeah, that would be that. But I could, since I have the knowledge of what I... Because every time he went back, he was able to change whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. So I think even just the knowledge of what I want to do, going back at that time, and I, I won't say it on here, but I can think of a very specific conversation that changed the trajectory of me following my dream versus, you know, whatever. So, you know, just going back to that conversation and having it in my mind that I'm going to listen and appreciate what's being said here, but I'm going to go and do what it is that I, I know that I'm, I want to do and what I want to pursue, you know? So like so much, that's great. Yeah. So like just going back to that moment would be enough to change it because my mind was different, you know? So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that would be mine. <laughs> <laughs> See, we get real here on Trevor Loves Everything. We do. We <laughs> life do. altering it's, it's things. Deep. It's deep. <laughs> it's deep. And I know you guys are going to listen to this, too, so you guys have to tell us what you would do with your time travel. Yeah, tell, let, let, us know, uh, let us know in the comments or email <laughs> us or whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> but don't use the rules of, like, um, in-game time travel because I still don't understand. <laughs> I still don't understand what the Hulk was talking about because everything he said happened anyway. So I don't yeah. know what he was You're like, wait, about. but if you reverse and then you multiply by four. Right. I was like carrying the one in the theater. I was like, what's happening? What is what's going happening on? right now? I love that movie so much. I um, know, me too. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that was everything, right? I think so. Um, yeah, the beach thing. Gosh, yeah, we, that was so we good. It's such a good movie. Well, thanks for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Long overdue. I'm yes. so excited to be here. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can do it again. We just got to keep trying to find. That's the toughest part of this podcast is like finding movie. The, the, I, I, mm-hmm. It was easy to start because so many people had over time, like Lady in the Water and all those things, they mm-hmm. had been um, – giving me shit for years so i was just like i had a list of like five or six it's like oh this will be easy and then after those were gone right. i was like uh rotten tomatoes like what <laughs> what don't people <laughs> like oh god i don't know what does anybody want to talk about well, so i was gonna say basically you can bounce it off by going to other people ask them if they like it and if they say no i probably love it <laughs> so perfect like the happening i don't know if you've talked about the happening oh my I god do you love the happening that one 
I love the happening. <gasps> we like, should do the happening. I love the happening. We should do <laughs> that. Too. We'll do. I'll do another yes. episode of both of us loving an episode that everybody, a movie that everybody, this, that one definitely everybody hates. So we could just right. Gush and about I love it. it. I'm like, yeah. yeah, all you guys hated the happening, but look what's outside right now. You guys didn't <laughs> listen, and I did. Am Night Shyamalan <laughs> called it. <laughs> So yes, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. This was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad we finally got to do it. Um, if if you want, you can uh, tell everybody about your podcast. Yeah, I'm on a podcast with my cousin Tiffany. We do Black Girls Do Stuff too, and basically we started it because we wanted to have a place to talk about things that you don't usually see Black girls represented: comics, movies, TV. When it's not like Black Panther, so we started, and um, we've been going strong now for like a year. We just changed up our frequency of episodes, so we'll be coming back actually this month. We're coming back strong with new content. We're actually doing an MCU series, which is going to be really fun. <gasps> I'm excited. Yes. You can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, Instagram, YouTube, our website, Black Girls Do Stuff 2. And then Twitter, where we're most active, is BLK Girls Do Stuff. And you might see some Chris Evans gifts on there. Oh, you don't see a lot of it. A whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, what? I've chilled out. I chilled out a lot. It used to be. It used to be a lot. I run our um, our Twitter, and there was a time where that was and mostly. It wasn't even me. It was other people sending it to me. Yeah. <laughs> then, Guilty. But now I've kind of chilled out. I'm like, all right, I'm over that. Not him, but you no, know, no, posting about the him. Gifts, yeah. yeah. Well, you've, it, it, I think I think you've seen all of the gifts a billion times. You're like, unless there's something new. Don't waste my right. time. Right. I'm like, I don't think there's anything else to do, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so happy we finally got to do this. We definitely should do Happening, do another episode with The Happening. We have to. Uh, we'll have you on again. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.